When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, thanks for checking out the Lori and Julia show on this Tuesday, January 5th. If you're out there listening on the app or on the uh, stream, don't forget to sign up to be a listener rewards member. This month, we've freshened up the rewards. We got a smartwatch in there, dinners from HelloFresh, gift cards to Athleta, Crisp and Green, and a MyTalk yoga bag. So sign up for listener rewards. Oh, I like Get that. Get rewarded for doing what you're already doing, listening to us. Move Thanks. our mouths and have air come out through the okay. voice box. You're and so funny. Talk about entertainment news. Well, speaking of entertainment, um, and several people have have emailed us to watch the documentary on Showtime about the Reagans. I've heard right. Andy Cohen talk about it. We've had people email us. Is it good? Twitter us. It's supposed to be very good. I haven't watched it yet, but the... The documentary time that I made in my life this week. Uh, is this a new? Is this a new cornerstone? It's a new, just uh, it's a new activity. Instead, we heard about it like going back to last summer, and you know CNN does sometimes these long form documentaries, yeah. and uh, it, it aired on Sunday night, and it's airing again this weekend, and and probably on demand. But it's called Jimmy Carter, Rock and Roll President. I think we have just a little bit from the trailer. Right. Here we go. One of the things that have held America together has been the music that we share. Jimmy Carter used music in politics. It had never been done quite that way. I want to introduce to you the Common Brothers. He enjoyed our music and he became a friend. He's a kindred spirit of a rare kind. A man you don't meet every day and that you're lucky to meet That's if killing. you ever do. Jimmy and I basically come from the same spot. When we went to the White House, we were welcomed in. His love for music makes sense to me because music is the voice of the heart. That was the music of change and dissidence. There was a risk politically for that, and it didn't matter to him. I think music is the best proof that people have one thing in common no matter where they live, no matter what language they speak. Jimmy Carter, Rock and Roll President, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Okay, I cannot recommend this document. I recommend it as highly really? as I recommend watching the Bee Gees. I haven't watched and, any of it. And the Bee Gees is on HBO, HBO Max. HB, just, it's, it's on HBO, HBO or okay. HBO Max, however you get your HBO. But this one is on CNN. And it is on demand. It is re-airing this weekend. And the producer of... He originally, this guy wanted to do an Allman Brothers documentary. Okay. You know, like the Eagles, if you sure, saw that, that document, really great. 
And and he said, I'm researching and I'm trying to figure out financing for an Allman Brothers documentary. And this guy in Atlanta says, listen, are you aware of all these stories about Jimmy Carter with the Allman Brothers and all these other musicians? And he's like, no, no, I'm not. And it ends up he goes down and he meets, you know, some of the Allman Brothers, you know, that are around. And he said and he had known about. Jimmy Carter's friendship with Greg Allman from Greg Allman's memoir, okay, which came out like maybe in 2016. Okay, and um, so he knew about that. He said, and then this producer, then these guys that were, you know, they did like fundraising for Carter and stuff. Then they started telling him about Bob Dylan, then they started telling him about um, Willie Nelson, and then before you know it, he's like. This the, this documentary needs to be about how the Allman Brothers were, they were the ones that started playing fundraisers for Jimmy Carter in like 1975. They really didn't think this peanut farmer who'd been sure. governor of Georgia had a chance in hell of becoming the president mm-hmm. of the United States. And so uh, this is kind of the first time a presidential campaign used rock and roll stars or musicians to help promote their agenda, you know, elect to get elected. And they really didn't think that they would, but they liked him. They thought he was a good governor. The Marshall Tucker band, Charlie Daniels, they were Georgia bands, Charlie Daniels, even though he's Republican, they liked that he was this good governor in Georgia. Right. So they go, what the hell? We'll play some things. And Jimmy Carter had all kinds of people giving money, showing up, raising his profile. But he was a bona fide music person his son uh speaks on it uh, uh bob dylan casey looks at me he goes pause it he goes i don't think i've ever heard bob dylan say Speak. anything nice <laughs> about anybody for that long i mean right. he waxes eloquently wow about jimmy carter and how deep his music knowledge was and he loved gospel and he loved jazz and he right. loved country and he loved blues Rocko, have you seen this I haven't, other than the trailer that I watched that Laurie sent me. Okay, we're talking about the documentary Jimmy Carter, Rock and Roll President. President. And so it's, Dylan is in it, um, um, Bono is in it, of course, Jimmy Carter is is in it, um, Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks, Roseanne Cash, Andrew Young, oh, fun. Uh, uh, Madeline Albright, but it, it is a potent and poignant reminder of, like, when people, I mean, he was just such a good and decent man, right? And he did not get reelected for no. a number of reasons, but he the hostages, wasn't it? Uh, One of the big ones. Well, that and the fact that the gasoline, yes. the interest rates yes. were like eighteen percent. It was just yep. like a, a terrible thing. And um, the movie was going to open the Tribeca Film Festival. Oh, this year. This year. Okay. And uh which is usually in the fall, I wanna say. Yeah, but I don't in know. September. Yep. In September. And um I mean it's just a juxtaposition of like Jimmy Carter name checking Dylan and then quoting from It's All Right Ma while accepting the presidential nomination at the nineteen seventy six convention, followed by Carter queuing up Mr. Tambourine Man in his home on a on a, a record player. Well, that sounds like fun, Lori. It was so. It was. It just sounds like really, fun. really good. I, you know, um, his his son your Chip t- told your TV time. Yeah, 
just usurps all of us. Yeah, well, <laughs> Julia, I can't. <laughs> just, I was like, last night I had two missions, The Bachelor, and then I wanted to watch mm-hmm. this rock and roll documentary. Right. And Casey said after I watched the documentary and Carter, and then I was going to watch The Bachelor, he said, don't you feel ashamed of yourself from watching <laughs> something really good to now having your mind? And I said, I trash. have a multi-purpose. I can track my you mind. You can, can go both ways. I can go. But it was so good. But his son, I think it was Chip, his son Chip, um, said at, uh, and he invited all these musicians to the White House. He had more musical nights at the White House than almost anybody. I mean, okay. Clinton had a lot and Obama yeah. had a lot, but apparently Carter was always inviting his, the people willing, now, anyone who played, come on down, come, come to the White House. Right. The first time Greg Allman and Cher went to the White House because that's when they were dating. They were, sh- they were a short fuse though. Boy, they didn't last long. Often for like two years, yeah. But he said, you know, we didn't know what finger bowls were any more than Cher and Greg Allman. And he said, I'll never forget, Cher drank her finger bowl <laughs> with the flower in it. She just picked it up and, and sipped it. And, okay, that's funny. I mean, there's that's just... so funny. There's just really good... Oh, that sounds like uh, a... If I, you love music right. and if you long to see politics in a sweeter, brighter, different time... Non- Nonpartisan, and also you know Jimmy Carter. You know the he says at the end, you know, you know. First of all, habitats humanity. But the one thing he said, you know, that he was proud of is that in his presidency, not one bullet was fired, not one bomb was dropped, and he could not go in and bomb to get the hostages out right. because it would have killed all those. And he, it was his diplomacy that actually got him home, but it was too late for it him to be late. reelected. Yeah. So. Um, and then, you know, supposedly the story is uh, Reagan had the uh, hostages, you know, wait until Carter was out and he was getting sworn in for the plane oh. to land. That that supposedly did happen. But well, anyway, it was, seems like a lot of trickery happens between election day and inauguration day. Nothing like a lot of seeing right now. A lot of trickery. Okay. All right, no, we, hold on. Speaking of um, Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Walter Mondale turns third ninety-three today. Does he happy yeah. birthday? It's your birthday. He shows up, you see him in uh we're in gonna party like it's your birthday. Ninety-three, the that's something wow. else. Wow. Anyway, so it's definitely He's your guy, Rocco. He yeah. is. I met the Dalai Lama with Walter Mondale. We'll send you a picture during the break here. That, we oh, talked God. about that yesterday. All, All right. right, listen, it's time for random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, so here are some things today. um, Shout out to whipped cream lovers everywhere. Oh, yes. It's National Whipped Cream Day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we love it real, but I'll take it ready whip or cool whip. There you go. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But the real... Whipped cream. Yeah. It's nice. I still was going to make the ginger whipped cream. Yeah. Well, I never. You make nothing but promises and you go on vacation. Yeah, I know. And then, really, know. I live the life. I live the life. You're living the dream. I'm living in the dream. Okay, so highlighters, which I am, have been teased throughout the years around here at Hubbard Company because I like a specific brand because we highlight everything. That's how we work. And we print everything because of how we 
prep for our show and everything, we're just not good using computer screens and getting access to information because our whole thing is mono mono We look at each other. We look at each other. We're not looking at screens, we talking to each other. We, that's been too hard for us. And so um, highlighters are king around here. Well, here's a little highlighter fact. Mm. Do you know highlighters were originally yellow because they wouldn't leave a shadow when the paper was Xeroxed? Makes sense. Doesn't it? Yeah. And what is Xerox? Rocco, we probably don't know. Well, people know what All Xerox right. is. <laughs> what are Kleenex? Nobody knows. <laughs> people don't know. And I think I might have told you this, but originally Steven Spielberg was developing the movie Cape Fear. And Martin Scorsese. The remake? Yeah, the remake. And Mar- Martin Scorsese was developing Schindler's List. And then they flip-flopped. They flip-flopped. That mm-hmm. was a good call. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a new invention out there. Um, last summer, a lot of biking was happening. A lot of people were looking into the electric bicycles, which are... Golf is soaring. Golf, they say oh, people... you have no idea. They, they were real happy about that, the golf yeah. courses. No, my friend's a golf pro at Presswick. They had a banner year because it's something that you can do. Outside. Outside. Mm-hmm. Banner year. Banner yeah. year, and that's a great course. Shout out to Presswick. And good, you know, like, a, you know, get people so interested in fun. golf. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I keep trying to get you back into it with me. It's so fun, uh, Julie. You, uh, you extend a half-hearted invitation. You don't really mean it. You should golf with me sometime, and then <laughs> that's it, Rocco. Is that really trying hard to not? Why don't you golf <laughs> Tuesday with me? nights in the Julia League? Yeah, why don't you golf with me on this date or did it? Right, but fine. you don't really extend it all the way. You just go. You should. It's a dangler invitation. All right, fine. But here, back to the electronic bicycles. They're pretty special. Many. They're like $1,500. They're and you really, can break your back, just as Simon Cowell. Well, Simon Cowell tried to do a wheelie on one. So someone has invented this, and if you want to get in on it, I think it's a good deal. It's a new design, it's called the Clip. And what it is, is it attaches to the front wheel of your regular bicycle. And it's got a motor in it, and it can make your bicycle go up to 15 miles an hour. And you just flip a switch, you'd put up on your handlebars from the Clip thing, mm-hmm. And you just clip to be oh, motorized. Come in handy for going uphill. No kidding. <laughs> and so, because it's really, the electric bikes are expensive. And so this one can boost your pedal. I've never understood an electric bike. It seems like a rich person's it isn't. thing if or you, a poor person's no, motorcycle. No, bicycling is super fun. But Lori, if you want to go places and it's a lot of up and down hill stuff, it's, my friend has one of these and loves it. Where does this friend live? By me. In Woodbury. And all right. But I know a lot of people like these electric bikes. Well, because, I mean, Harley Davidson made them in the 20s. Well, they're not, who cares? They were ahead of their time. Yeah, all right. Anyway, this thing is called the Clip. It's $399 versus $1,500. You use your existing bike. All right. It's just, it's called Clip, C L I P. And just if you, because last year's there were no bikes to be found. I'm just getting ahead of the game. Getting ahead of it. Our everlasting gratitude, too, may I I really found that you really were happy to hear that. Now, if you're feeling lucky for the first time in a very, very long time. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm the Powerball jackpot. The Mega Millions is tonight. Powerball is at tomorrow night, Wednesday. It's going to be over $400 million because wow. during COVID, no one was buying these. Mm-hmm. No one was leaving their house. Jeez, so it's over four hundred. I want to buy one. I want to buy one so bad. So here's the odds. Um, it's going to be $410 million tomorrow. Before you get too excited, remember that officials say the odds of matching all five numbers in the Powerball are one in 293 million, but you could be that one. Well, there are two $1 million winners last week in Minnesota and 12 $100,000 winners. Really? And tell people about your winner oh, on I'm, Christmas no, Eve. I was made. I, we put it on did Instagram. You, did you put it on Instagram? Oh, I yeah. swore on that, Lori. Well, you can swear on Instagram. You did put that. I haven't. Wa- I haven't been to our Instagram site in two That's and a half weeks. That's the last posting. Is you scratching off in your brother's garage? Your, um, she, the brothers. So mean. The brothers gave her a scratch off card, Rocco. What? That was a fake one that they got from probably Mr. Jeff. And who's Mr. Jeff? Amazon. Oh, <laughs> oh, for crying out loud! And. Um, and uh, it was a scratch off, and Julia's thinking she's won a million dollars. I mean, it's so real looking. <laughs> and my brother buys $20 cards for all of us. No one won a dime on those. And then we get to this, and he's like, Jules, this, Here's is, another the, one. this is the family one. Why don't you do it? And I'm believing it. Yeah. Oh, I was made such a fool. I didn't know you posted that. You brat. Yeah, it was so funny. And and people either thought your brothers were mean or hilarious. And people have had that trick done. Your brother did it to a friend who was like quite distraught to know it wasn't true. First, he tried to say, I'm not going to be able to keep this money, man. And then then, like, I'm really excited. I need this money. I was kind of like, this could I never win. Scratch. I never win that stuff. And I was yeah. like, wow. I've won a million dollars and you were jumping up and down. I was excited for a second because it looks so real and it's got the, the gray stuff that you scrape off with a quarter and everything. Oh, and it was so mean. That was mean. I wasn't involved. Yeah, I know. I That's tried my mean. to say, don't do That's that. That's my mean. I used to not have a good you, day either. You're used, I'm going to cry right now thinking. You're used to your brothers. That, I am. Okay. Brothers can be mean. I don't have anyone yeah, but can. a younger brother. Yeah, they can. I was mean to him. <laughs> I was the mean one. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I was so much older. Oh, much I older. totally forgot about it. I didn't know you posted. I, it's on I would have taken it down. Post. Oh, Laura, you're a brat. Okay. All right, so people who are planning on going to national parks next year, there's going to be some free dates for the big ones, like the Grand Canyon, Zion, Yellowstone, those people. There's five free days in 2021, oh. and some of them are on Saturdays. Two are on Saturdays, a couple on Wednesdays, but you might want to peek at that just to see what's happening. Um, Kid Rock, who we love and hate both, yeah. mm-hmm. he donated $100,000 to Barstool Sports. They were doing a fundraiser for small businesses. Good. The fundraiser has raised Barstool Sports is this phenom. Yeah, I know. My kids are obsessed. Over $18 million, and it's helped a lot of small businesses. So mm-hmm. 
That's kind of nice. Good. Um, Dunkin' Donuts, if you're into those. Drink the coffee every day. There's a Dunkin' Donuts basket wobbin combo. But the drive through line is so long, I would oh. never go through it. But the new Drunk Fetty Donut is coming to the menu. It's confetti cake with a drunken glazed donut. Kind of sounds What's good. a drunken glaze? It's that just a fun name. Or Duncan. Oh, I just Duncan. added drunk. Oh, okay. I added the R to make it more fun. And it's Baskin. Robin's not Basket, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it really is hard to be me. All right. All right. All right. What else do we got? The NCAA basketball, you know, the final four of the big basketball season. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be pay- played. The entire postseason is going to be played in Indiana instead of sp- splitting in regions. I knew you wanted. That's for sports fans. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. And you're welcome. And the Vikings are I not going to be in the playoffs. I saw that. I saw that. And I saw the NCAA and I fa- fast forwarded through it on GMA. I saw that they were giving us an update and I knew you'd listen. You knew I'd mention it instead yeah, of you. Yeah. yeah, why not? Who is this? This is uh, Words of a Fool, Jason Isabel, singing with Barry oh. Gibb on the album that's coming out uh, later this week called Greenfields. It's so good. Barry Gibb. I like I it. I know. Isn't that a pretty version Barry. of that song? Do you like Jason Isabel, guys? Oh, I love yeah, him. Yeah, I've seen him a few times. He's yeah. great. Yeah, I think he played at the Basilica. He did. Yes. And maybe I saw you there. Yeah, he's... Was that the last time when we met my boyfriend, Dan Wilson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2019. Mm-hmm. The Basilica. Mm-hmm. Anyway, love. I love how their voices go together. Um, here's just a little bit of audio, Julia. I know you missed uh, CBS Sunday Morning this week, but they had to sit down with Barry Gibb because really some of Nashville's biggest stars... Well, not just Nashville people, but to record Greenfields in which they perform a lot of the Bee Gees' greatest hits. Yes. Keith Urban, Joe Yes, Pro, yes, yes. Jason Hill. Here's just a little bit. Born in Britain and raised in Australia, the Gibb brothers, and Barry especially, were influenced by American country music. I think a lot of people don't know that you've actually had country hits with other artists. Yeah, yeah. A rest your love on me, which we did with Olivia, was a was it was a number one record for Conway Twitty. Rest your love on me a while. And of course, there's Islands in the Stream with Kenny and Dolly. I love that song. Still. How did Dolly and, and Kenny end up with Islands in the Stream? And Kenny called me up and said, "Would I write a couple of songs?" I went to work on that with Morris and Robin. We came up with this song called Islands in the Stream, which was originally written for Diana Ross. Can you imagine that? that? No. Yeah. Diana. No. Yeah. Because it's so. They have. (laughs) They their their publishing catalog must just be worth a gazillion because they're they're about a thousand songs. The Bee Gees. The Bee Gees, and I think uh, Keith Urban. um, I think the duet that he's doing with Barry Gibb is to love somebody. Which, which we covered love. in concert. That's such a good, it. good I song. You, it's kind of amazing how I love this BG Assange yeah. that we're having because he was so sad after losing so many. I, I'd hate to be the last survivor after having four, three siblings. 
You know, yeah. Oh, for I don't sure. want to be the last one. Right. Around. It feels yeah. almost like a Edward Kennedy. Yeah, you know, right. he's the only one left after. Right. The yeah. It makes me want to cry, and never, I really don't want to cry. He right now. said he will never watch that documentary. Right. He said it will just take me down. I can't. It would be horrible it. to be. I think sleeping loss would be so much hard. Loving this whole that people are interested in his music I'm again glad. and that they people didn't really know that they wrote as many songs right. as they did that were recorded And I for still other loved people. loved loved the cover of the Guilty Old album with Barbara Streisand when he's in all white satin pants and mm-hmm. shirt and mm-hmm. They got nothing to be guilty. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I loved it. Anyway, I, I that album comes out on. Um, January, Isn't Pookie loving it? How does she January have January eighth. There's a few there's, songs yeah, you there's can some download. That are released okay, because Spotify. Because our friend Pookie is like all over it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's the Dolly Parton one. There's Words. the uh, Gillian, Gillian Welch one. Butterfly, mm-hmm. and then the Isbo one, I think, are the three. Yeah, so we're waiting for the other ones, but January 8th, the album, the full album will be available. You know what was a nice moment in that documentary? Because mm-hmm. you haven't watched it, Julia, have you? Right, no. But the guy who says he co wrote um, How Deep Is Your Love? Oh. And they just talk about how that they were working in the morning and the, the morning sun came through the window. Yeah. And, they, and he, he kind of tears up because he's like that co-writing that song changed my life mm-hmm. and it's just a beautiful moment for him and I, and that's and that and then they play the song and it's really pretty yeah everybody should watch that I, it's, so it's on hbo yeah mm-hmm. everybody who has hbo okay so you could watch rock and roll president Jimmy <laughs> carter that's on cnn, CNN. <laughs> that's we're attainable a lot of good you, music and the stuff Reagans are on you could just sit around and cry right yes okay well loretta lynn who yes. does show up in the jimmy carter rock and roll documentary she was invited to perform at the White House, and gee, it was great to see. She really has amazing cheekbones. Oh, I yes. Mean, but she is doing, she's announced that she is doing an album that is um, got the same uh, title as her second memoir, which came out in 2002, and it's called... Um, Still Woman Enough, and it is remakes or duets with some of the people in the country music area, you know, that she loves. She's doing a song with Reba. She's doing a song with Tanya Tucker, Margot Price, Carrie Underwood. Um, I kind of just love this whole collaboration between the youth and the older people. And it's just... And I, I, I don't know if Tony Bennett was the first one to start it with his duets, you know, or his thing with Lady Gaga. I, yeah. I know it's before that because right, Barbara right, Streisand right. did one. Mm-hmm. And, but it's just such a great way of re- for, to hear the music again in a different in way. In a different a way. way. And, you know, like Kelly Clarkson is giving, you know, life to so many songs through her karaoke every day. And oh, I just she think. She sang a sad one yesterday. Oh, what was it? Right? I can't remember. Oh, gosh, what it was. Rocco, you might have to find it. It was too sad. Uh oh. It would put me in more tears. Oh, yeah. It was too right. sad. She seemed like she was going to cry singing, singing it. All um, right. Yeah. And, of course, you know, she's always got somebody saying why they're she's singing that song. But um, Right, because they say that someone in the audience, it's special to them or yeah. something. Um, she's going to do You Ain't Woman Enough, though, the closer with uh, Tanya Tucker, which will be great. But um, anyway, she's... Doing, you know, a Hank Williams song and a Stephen Foster, but I think that'll be kind of good. I mean, I really a 50th anniversary edition of the Coal Miner's Daughter album is oh, coming dear. out uh in February. And um so anyway, um 
that's happening for Loretta Lynn. Lindsey Buckingham sold the rights to the you know what he owned for uh, publishing of Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Well, the cash cow for him was "Go Your Own Way" is what he he co-wrote, but he sold his entire song catalog to a company, but no word on how much he sold it for. He sold everything, the publisher and writers' rights to hypnosis and they already had 25% of his catalog but the crown jewel of the catalog is go your own way the biggest Fleetwood Mac hit and the one that's been used in at least two dozen commercials so anyway the chain he wrote secondhand news I love Monday chain. morning and then walk right. a thin line from Tusk everyone's trying oh that's so, everyone's well, trying was, to get a little he was let go from Fleetwood Mac a yes, couple years ago yes so, he was uh, you know, he could, it's rough out there. People, I mean, David Crosby is still trying to sell his catalog. You would People think that making, one. People aren't making, they're not touring, they're not right. getting that way, so. Right. Um, anyway, yeah. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, David Crosby hasn't sold his yet. According to the headlines I'm reading, Kelly Clarkson did Madonna's Borderline yesterday. Oh. So oh. maybe, maybe that's a sign that she's getting happier. Yeah, getting sexier. happy. Well, what did I watch? I don't know, but, play- but that, that, borderline. I bet she played today. If you're just looking at it, because they do post it up. Yeah, or, you're right. It does say on Tuesday. What, what was so. yesterday's? Looking just, just see what yesterday know. was. I'm so excited. She did borderline. Yeah, that would be good. That's Feels a great like song. I'm going oh, that is great. No, I want to know the sappy song yesterday because it was sappy, sad Monday. Yeah, and then no one is buying buying Miley uh, Cyrus's Plastic Hearts. Roger, I don't know why it's so good. Uh, Roger Friedman writes uh, her changing persona have led to sales disaster after sales disaster. This was P- Miley's punk new wave album. She's made so many genre zigzags since her actual. It's, that's kind of interesting. Bangers over five years ago, um, she sold a total of 36,000 CDs. That's it. That's it. Well, first of all, remember, it wasn't available. Right. There was the it goof wasn't It wasn't available right? on Black Friday right? when it was. And it wasn't available till two weeks later, till after the holidays. <sighs> he it's- said, uh, he can't, he said, you know, contrast this to Taylor Swift, her peer, who stayed a strong course, not mixed it up terribly much. Miley is three years younger and has frittered away her career, extolling her love of pot, mixed bag of public romances, and raunchiness that runs counter to to a lot of her audience. Swift, on the other hand, now has the two best sellings of 2020, even with controversies surrounding her old catalog. Swift has risen to the challenge of maintaining a long term career. Roger Friedman thinks Miley is going to be have to package. Be packaged with another act if she were to tour. Oh, I one hundred percent believe it. But but yeah. it, but at the end of the day, she really she can sing. She can sing I and know. she can do different genres. But I think her image, her brand, has is all over is the all place. over the yeah. place. Because remember, she I did not have liked that about her. Well, so have I. Yeah. But apparently, maybe people yeah. for anyway, it's not selling. Yep. I Beep. found um, a right. karaoke from what, yesterday. Let's what see if you it? can name that tune. It, it is a sad one. Mm-hmm. That's hard to say I'm sorry by Chicago. Yes. Oh. But yeah, she just seemed like like for Clemson. So I'm glad she's singing Borderline today, you know, on her show. And then Drew Barrymore, I had to watch her show. I'm so worried that Drew, our little sunshine she's Drew, gonna get- is going to lose her show. But if I could executive produce her show for one moment. Please do. You know what she starts her show with? 
yabbity, 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 yabbity to the virtual audience. Oh, no one cares about the virtual audience. Thank you, Julia. I think you yabbity, yabbity to someone we know who's in the studio or with she you. She has a very cute or, thing where she does Drew's news. That I like she Drew's news. till the very end of no, her show. Yeah. Nope. She does all I this I don't nonsense. like it when we talk to virtual audiences, period. I don't care about those people. I don't care. Right. I want to talk to your co-host. I want to talk to someone in the room. Yes. I want you to talk to the camera and tell me something yeah. about something. So she does that, and then so that lose. Then people turn the channel. Then the next thing that she does is she has a feel good story. Everyone knows feel good stories come towards the end of the show. They do. They the really beginning. do, especially People Magazine. It's like the last two pages. <laughs> I mean, follow the magazine format. Give us the headlines first, and the fun stuff, and pop culture, and books, and movies, and different things. She's got such a vast yeah, library of her own experiences. Yes, and it wasn't until forty minutes in that she finally got to her guest, Nikki Glazer, oh, the comedian, please. who's yes. very funny. Very, but don't and make us wait. Don't make us wait. So that's why Drew is losing the audience. Why don't you she, tell her? Text her. Julia, I'm busy trying to cast Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. Is they don't Keith need Richard us as much as Drew Barrymore. This Harry. would be detrimental to her. No, she's under 600,000 viewers. Oh, Drew, because she's the most delightful, charming person. And, and to lose it all. And on... she's admitting, you know, she's like, look at me, you guys, my stomach. You know, I'm wearing gauchos and these silky blouses because I'm just so, I don't have to zip them up all the way in the back. She's trying to, you know. Be one of us. She Well, she is very relatable. She, she does not have a Botox to hell face. Her face moves. I, I, I love everything about her. And I just thought I got to get back. And just watch that while I'm applying mascara this morning for... Was that... I was listening to Don. I always listen to Don and Steve. Yeah. That's my morning when that time comes when I put on those two sticks of makeup, the yeah. eyeliner and the yeah, mascara. Yeah, yeah. That's all we do. Well, I just, And you do blush, too, so you have, you have more time I've than me. I've got more time to listen <laughs> to things. That's right. I've got a longer drive. Anyway, take a look at Harry Styles okay. getting uh, paid tribute by Jimmy Fallon. Um, That's really sweet. It's very, very And Jimmy funny. Fallon is so likable. That's really a bad format that Drew's got. I'm sorry. Talking to a virtual audience yeah. for like eight minutes. And how are you in the upper left-hand corner? I like your scarf. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's just not right. It's not right. Where are you from and where are the kids today? Yeah. yeah. So, well, here's a good little good news before we go. So, uh, Diddy, uh, at he over the Diddy? weekend, Diddy, Diddy did this. He um, gave wrote a huge check to a local organization in Miami that paid 175 families rent that's awesome i know good for you yeah i know so that, that's that's nice. the kind of stuff we like to that is that's and we and waited two hours and in 13 see, minutes we wait two hours we and 43 minutes this kind of good news <laughs> start out right away with we'll Are, be back with hollywood speak that's right this couple is quote-unquote very upset and this couple is quote-unquote essentially over that's Ooh, what we're hollywood right. speaking so what are you trying to say hollywood the meaning of this all right here's all one right. for you Laura. So, oh tell well, me yours first i'll uh, i will do this uh, okay. little setup before we get to this hollywood speak so um basically you know um you know hilaria baldwin <laughs> wife to alec baldwin you know she misrepresented herself uh you know 
for a, a long, about 10 years, speaking right. with a thick accent and uh, failing to correct, you know, scores and scores of articles right. and news stories that said that she was born on the island of Mallorca right. and then she had to you know say that she's actually a white girl from Boston and it's everybody else's fault for you know their sloppy fact checking if not fact checking even right. though she herself perpetuated right. so here is the couldn't believe it this is what a, uh, a source told entertainment tonight I would call Alec and Hilaria the most clueless celebrity couple of 2021, but they are, quote-unquote, very upset um, that her identity and background are even being questioned and are deeply affected by the controversy. Well, they're embarrassed. Thank you. They are I, so, why don't they say that? We are so embarrassed. This is just embarrassing. Well, a young woman... Uh, I mean wrote a column in People Magazine, in this week's People Magazine, okay. about um, why the Hilaria Baldwin scandal is painful for immigrants, including me. And so it's just, she wrote a perspective, you know, she said uh, why she felt hurt. It's, it's, it's what she did isn't funny. It's a slap in the right. face for people who are still feeling the effects of actually having a culture she pretends to have. Anyway, she does that. It gets posted on people, and guess who mocks her on Twitter? Not Hilaria. Alec Baldwin. Bingo. What did he say? It just seemed... He's, nah, nah. he's a dink. I know. So He's I mean, a dink. I like him. I like him. very obsessed? But he's just... He's like a kid rock that way. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. I, it's men we love to like and hate mm-hmm. at the same time. I mean, he, he's just being a dink. Yeah. They're, I, I, I they should be very to... upset... With themselves, it will and not with everybody else. Right, and there's not a worse feeling than having to sit with yourself when you've. But they yeah. are blaming everybody else. That's wrong. I mean, because they blamed Ola magazine. That's because it's so uncomfortable to sit with yourself when you've done something. Jeez, oh, but I mean, go to therapy then, Hilaria. Right. She's 36, and by some classmates' accounts. 43. Oh, I love Apparently that even she more. she has fudged. I love that even more. She has fudged the, the uh, high school timeline. I think it would be, you know, and when you think about Madonna, when she lived in England so long, she and was she mad. Affected, and she had, yeah. she got the affected accent. Gwyneth Paltrow a little tiny bit when she was over there with Chris Martin. Coco Chanel totally right. did a whole thing. Andy Warhol. People have done it. People have done it. Yeah. But, but. To, I mean, I love when I go to Italy or. Because you pick up and, the accent. Yeah, and people think I'm from there, but I don't come home mm. from those countries pretending I'm from there. <laughs> I want I'm from to, I'm Loria. Rocco. I'm Loria Baggini. <laughs> uh, and I want to tell you about uh, my uh, this very, very, very good pizza. And I saw the place in Napoli that the chief of police lives in. And he lives there. <laughs> and it's so good. He, if he don't like you, you're going to get a gun. And that's it. That's all. Bring me some pasta. <laughs> I double dare you when you come back from Paris. From Hawaii. I'm from Hawaii. Yeah. Talking like Don Ta- Ho. Right. Yeah, talking, you know, Honestly. like you're about the Howleys. And uh, I mean, I'm trying to think because yeah. I lived in Hawaii for 15 months and I did. Um, balconies were always lanai's, and ever since then they've been lanai's. Yeah, that's what I call a balcony. And poo poos are appetizers. Yeah, and Casey pick up a couple. said that his dad had to tell him after he lived in Hawaii for like four and a half years. Yeah. You need no one in the family can understand you because he was speaking pigeon, right? And you speak, yes, you do. You, it's, it's just cut up English and it's just shortening every word, yeah. 
And, and it's um, difficult to understand. It's just 100%. something the locals do. But you pick it up and yeah. it's like people who would move, yeah. you know, to the East Coast or something might pick up something yeah. or move to Minnesota and you might start talking out of your nose a right, little more. Right. But it is kind of funny because you do pick it up and you can see that. But but to have perpetuate, I forgot how to say, how do you say cucumber? Yeah. Como In- se dice? Como se dice? How do you say? How do you say? Uh, how do you say? Uh, you know. And even if you spend half your time there, yeah. I mean, it's just... No, I know. So they're very upset. And they went to entertainment to very upset, meaning they're very embarrassed. That's good. And it, you're so embarrassed, but you have to you have to let it go. Yeah. Because you just look foolish. Okay. Now, uh, the Mirror heard from sources who claim that this couple is essentially over due to the fact that these two live separate lives in California and Wyoming. Oh, Kanye and Kim. That's right. Essentially over. Didn't we find that out when he called her Kim? Chris Jung-un and said he'd been trying to get a divorce when he was uh, tweeting all of that. and saying horrible things about their children. He's he's a... Now, he's a man you love to hate because sometimes I like his music. Yeah. But I can't stand him. No one would want anyone to be married to him. He seems exhausting. But I will say him calling Chris Jenner... Chris Jung Un was one of my favorite few things that mm-hmm. came out of 2020. Right. Because sometimes when I look at her, I just go, oh, yeah, Chris Jung Un. <laughs> but she's smart as a fox. Yeah. I mean, she has made money for that. Anyway, family. but I mean, they've done, they did the Insta show of strength from Wyoming yep. this fall. And then done. crickets. He wasn't even in any of the Christmas or New Year's thing. No. Do you believe it's essentially, quote unquote, I over? Do. She just cut a deal for part of one of her brands to Cody, um, C-O-T-Y, that brand, for $200 million. And I'm, I'm sure she wants them out of everything. She sold 20% stake. Yeah. I think she wants them out of everything because she makes money. Mm-hmm. He has the dying business. We He gets sued by people. He's not a responsible business person. Well, if Kim and Kanye are over, wouldn't you believe that Chris Jung-un would make Kim officially split up with Kanye before the Cody deal so he can't get his hands on that How do we know that, that it hasn't happened? Exactly. You don't know Maybe that Maybe this... the essentially over is that they are over. Right. You don't know. We don't know anything that's happened. They only tell us what they want us to right, know. Right, but maybe they are. And they're that, that good. And she's an attorney, so she could work. Well, she's behind. not yet. But, but I mean, she mm-hmm. works with the law firm she would have people in confidentiality things going on i i i hope for her yeah because i think he's a dinkus moranis to her mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay now if this isn't a 2020 slash 2021 headline i hope this is any sign of the way the year is going to go mommy influencers feud over their baby's name which the baby's name is baby but spelled different way baby baby okay they're feuding one is called baby because she loved the first time she heard baby as a name was in dirty dance nobody puts baby in the corner <laughs> and then the b-bay babies stories came out b-b-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-b-e-